big budget for this particular podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Not only do we have the home studios, but we have satellite studios around the country. So welcome to a Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast edition with Johnny Molson joining us from the Hollywood studio. Good morning. Hello. Welcome. Good to be here in Hollywood. Da, 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 Hollywood. Is it as crazy out there as people think it is? Yes. I mean, yeah, it's uh, look, it's 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 a different pace. Uh, California is. I, mean, I think we're used to like you go to a store and you, you get the thing and you go. Everyone's kind of moves a little bit slower. Everybody's got, got their own vibe going on. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's a it's a big city. It's weird. OK. Uh, have you been able to go to any of the landmarks or, or see any of the sites or you've done anything fun out there? Yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's it is kind of neat when you drive around Hollywood because you just you you see these things that you've seen and heard referenced in a thousand movies. You know, it's like, oh, now I'm on Mulholland Drive. Oh, now I'm on the 101, and and this is Sunset Strip, and all the stuff, you know, all the stuff you heard about. And so, right. um, had a chance. Uh, my evenings are free, and so I've uh, I've gone over to uh, the legendary the comedy store. Nice. Um, yeah. Which is, uh, you know, again, one of those places where anybody who's anybody has, has stood on that stage. Um, and, and here and in New York, um, there's always something interesting that goes on with comedians because, um, you know, we see comedians and they do their one hour specials on, on Netflix, but before they get there, they're workshopping their jokes, seeing, right, what's, yeah. seeing what's good or not. So for like, you know, 30 or 40 bucks, um, just on on Monday evening alone, uh, I go there and you got Arsenio Hall, Margaret Cho, uh, Kevin Nealon, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. Um, gosh, who else was there that night? Uh, anyway, you can you can just go and there's these you know a listers. For a second there, I thought it was like remember the '90s comedy night there. <laughs> <laughs> for a while, then then Maniscalco gets in there, but 30, 40 bucks that's not a bad price for that. No, no, it really isn't, and uh, and so you just never know who's gonna who's gonna pop in. Uh, I saw David Spade a couple nights ago, um, and um, and so yeah, it's it's a uh, uh, it's a good. How is Arsenio Hall? Like, because there's a guy who had the zenith and then kind of dropped off the face of the earth and has made comebacks here and there, but never quite to the height that he had back in the the late '80s, early '90s. A funny dude. He's really? a funny okay. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't know how much he he still tours, or if he just kind of does this just to just to do it. Um, but uh, there was there was one point where um, he make he makes eye contact with me because I I laughed at a joke that apparently nobody else laughed at, which I wasn't really expecting. Um, it was just one of those one-liners that caught me funny. Mm-hmm. The rest of the crowd kind of went ha ha ha, but I just I burst out laughing. I didn't I didn't when I burst out laughing, I didn't know I was going to be the only one laughing. Okay, that's that's that. right. You never do. Uh, you never do. There's things that just hit, and you you don't expect to be the only one to to get it. And these rooms aren't very big. Um, right. You know, there's it's a hundred ish people in in the in these places, um, and so and I'm just it's just me, and so they they kind of plunk me within a few feet of the stage. Um, so I start laughing and Arsenio, you know, kind of turns and gives me a, gives me a, uh, uh, a pleased nod and says, I'm glad you got that one. Um, <laughs> nice. Was it so a, a did you feel, did you feel honored or pitied? No, no, no. I think he, I, I think he was glad that, that, that the joke landed with somebody. Okay. The comic uh, sensibilities of one Johnny Molson. 
I don't know, uh, uh, and I don't know if I heard something. It doesn't matter, uh, <laughs> but it was just it was just one of those ones where he dropped the line. Uh, I thought it was very funny, and uh, he's just yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you got that one. All right, and he's gonna give me the, you know, pumped his fist kind of thing. Um, <laughs> Did he do much of that? Did the crowd react, giving him the the dog pound? Whoop 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 whoop. The crowd was doing that. He was, I, I think, trying to not encourage it. I'm sure. He's going like, all right, you know, it's been 30 years. <laughs> can look, we, can can we, we move? go on to the next joke? <laughs> can we move on a little bit? I appreciate your support, but but let's move on uh, to the next one. Uh, what about Margaret Cho? Because Mar- she, she is an interesting individual to where I feel like time she pushes the limits just to push the limits. That was kind of the impression I got, too. Uh, and again, she does a very funny set. Um, and, at, and at one point, she decides, all right, now it's time for the vagina jokes. No, okay. Yeah, because that's, yeah. her, that's her thing. That, 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 that kind of, uh, you know, that checks. And the, the, the routine begins with her talking about how fat her pee is. Her well, peep. We, 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 you could say what she said, but I like you saying peep better. I love how you yeah. edit yourself even here on the podcast. Fat how? Like, can you have? I don't a, know. Do you have an overweight? Does anyone ever call that overweight? I've heard girthy, but I don't yeah. know if I've called it fat. Maybe husky. And it's 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 kind of a and and not to not to get into too much of what was going through my mind at the time. But she's a, she's a very petite woman. I mean, she's just a really just a, a yeah, tiny a, yeah uh, person. But she's going on, and it's not it's not that I it's not that I don't want to say it. It's just it's just one of those words. There's no good word for that area. That you're right. There there is there isn't the the clinical one, the scientifically yeah. correct one seems too sterile. But the other one just seems like something that we shouldn't be saying. We'll do this. I I drove past a waxing place in Hollywood. Yes, uh, where you could get a, a, a complete Brazilian wax, and they call themselves cooch. Okay, so that's what okay. she was talking about. Fat, so she's fat. talking about having a big old fat cooch. <laughs> By the way, fat cooch seems like a character in a gangster movie. <laughs> you got fat cooch over here. But anyway, continue. Uh, so she starts. How long of a bit is it then? So she she starts and everything. Ah, it's funny, funny, funny. And then she's like a good seven to nine minutes. No, on the size of her cooch, <laughs> and she is. I mean, she is getting graphic and talking about lips and things hanging. I mean, it was just it just went on, and everybody's laughing. But I'm just, I'm sitting there going. This is a lot of stage time to talk about this <laughs> for for Fat Cooch. He's a this bit a, he's a bit character at best. Yeah, ninety seconds on Fat Cooch is funny. <laughs> Nine minutes was getting a little like okay, when, uh, where uh, man, where are we going with this, Margs? <laughs> you got the wrap it up clock from the Chappelle yeah. show out there. Like, hey, let's go, let's move on to the next bit here. I I I get it. You feel like it's overweight i'm not quite sure uh but thank you for 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 playing there margaret cho did uh, did you have any any other interactions with comedians and then i became unintentionally that guy it shouldn't have happened i know better but it happened anyway um two drink minimum at this place all right okay and so you're 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 a good you know 90 minutes or so into this thing you've had two drinks and it's like man i gotta i kind of gotta go to the bathroom here right Um, yeah so i figure all right i'll obviously wait until they're switching comics out yes somebody host comes up says all right hey big uh, big hand for margaret cho and her enormous cooch (laughs) (laughs) the new buddy comedy margaret cho and fat cooch (laughs) 
And so, so I, I think, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my move now. The problem is, I am, I am right, I am, I am stage right. I am sitting two rows behind the stage. I mean, I'm just, I'm right there in the lights. Oh god. Um, and so I get up, kind of wind behind the tables, and duck my head and, and start to start to make my move. They bring out. Uh, Orny Adams, who's a very funny guy. I was not familiar with him before. Uh, he's a he's kind of a he's kind of a Bill Burr sort of a Boston guy who's okay. mad at everything, sort of a sort of a routine. So that's his, so his old bit is that he's mad. Gotcha. Um, and so Orny, hey, clap, clap, clap. Uh, audience, uh, the applause dies down. He he gets the hey, it's great to be here. How you doing, Los Angeles? Uh, at that point, I bump a table. <laughs> And knock over a beer bottle. Oh no! Oh, so you hadn't actually made it to the rest. You're still no. weaving your way. You're no. weaving your way through. I thought no. this story was going to go like you show up back at your table, like sorry, I had to use the little boys' room. No, I wasn't even. I wasn't even five feet from my chair. Oh God! Uh, and it w- it could not have been timed more perfectly. Dead silence. Clunk. <laughs> clink. 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 Oh no! Oh no! And I was like, ah, oh, you know, I'm, I'm apologizing to the person for knocking over their beer bottle. But then I realized the stage has gone completely silent. Oh, no. And so I, <laughs> I, I do kind of a slow turn and he's like staring Sas- me down. Like Sasquatch, that slow yeah. turn for that picture. Oh. And so the, the guy's on stage and he's staring me down. Oh, God. Uh, what are you doing? And I said, I'm, I was going to the, going to the place. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the place where things happen. Uh, and he goes, God, you know, you walk out here, you get introduced, and the first thing that happens, a guy gets up and starts walking out. Uh, he goes, why don't you sit down? And there just happened to be an open chair <laughs> next to me, so I just slowly sunk back into the audience. Uh, and he goes, why don't you go back to your original seat? And uh, do, you, do You didn't stress him like, I really got to go. Um. Well, you know, at that point, it had passed. There was no, yeah. Okay. Was, uh, Embar- embarrassment took over instead. Yeah. It just it just went back in. It just re- <laughs> regenerated. It also got frightened. Like, yeah. oh, no. Um, and then I start, so I start to slink back to my chair, and he says, on second thought, just go. I won't be able to enjoy my set. <laughs> oh, so, so he told you to leave? <laughs> But at this point, I'm pretty much back to my chair now, and uh, I said, "It's all good." <laughs> wait, wait, the, you let him know it's all good? The 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 the, the issue has cleared itself, um, and so just you know, I felt like an ass. I, I actually was able to contact him on social media and said, "Hey, absolutely hilarious. I'm I'm glad I never made it to the bathroom." Uh, he said, he, "He said thanks for being such a good sport. Uh, hope you come back out again." Sorry for the UTI. <laughs> Very well, well done, sir. Well done, yeah. Orny Adams. It is Mike and Most of Too Good for Radio podcast. Uh, Johnny out the Hollywood studios. You uh, speaking of celebrities, besides the the comedians and everything else, they are of a different breed. And this guy, I don't even know if I would consider him a celebrity. Uh, but Mark Zuckerberg is, <laughs> you know, as much as we give Elon Musk crap for being weird, and he is, Zuckerberg also very weird. And, you know, I don't know how to feel about this. On, on one hand, uh, yeah, there is a point at which there there's just too much money. You don't yes. really – there's a point where you can't spend the money that you have. And Zuckerberg and Musk and, and Bezos, they're all they're all at that level. Um, and on the other hand, I'm thinking, no, oh, you got the money. You do what the hell you want with it. True. I don't know who yeah. I, yeah. Um, so 
he went to Instagram the other day and posted a picture of himself uh, in Hawaii. He's got a ranch out there. Okay. Because, of course, raising, he does. Yeah. He's raising cattle on a strict diet of macadamia nuts and beer Yeah, to create what he is going to say the best tasting steak in the world. I started raising cattle at Kualu Ranch on Kauai, and my goal is to create some of the highest quality beef in the world. Uh, they grow up eating up eating macadamia nuts and drinking beer that we grow and produce here on the ranch. So he gets the so he wants your steak to get you drunk? Is that what he's saying? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, but, but have you ever bought like a little container of macadamia nuts? They're expensive. Delicious. Really expensive. Yes. Really, really expensive. Um, and so he's saying like each cow eats about 10,000 pounds of food uh, each year. So, yeah, that's a lot of macadamia trees. You dick. Yeah. Zuckerberg, <laughs> you, you, I'm paying $18 for a little thing of macadamia nuts because your damn cows are eating all of them. Yeah, I mean that's it's really incredible when you think about that because there's there's already there's already kind of the environmental cost and not to not to get to I mean I know I'm out here in California but you, yeah, <laughs> it's really I mean, rubbing off on you Johnny you're talking it about really it. is <laughs> but you start to add up um, yeah the, the the watering of the plants and the feed and the cows and things and it's like you know just just to have a steak there's there's a lot of uh, but then you go all right instead of just feeding them grain and rice or whatever uh, cheap we can grow no i'm going to feed them macadamia nuts oh and my own private label beer that is you're not who are you trying to impress there and and let me ask you this will you be able to taste that in the steak i don't know um, the picture he put on on instagram uh, it's a good looking steak uh, not surprisingly, it's very fatty because it's full of macadamia nuts and beer. <laughs> beer. Very true. It's 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 like it's the fat cooch of of steaks now. Uh, he said, "We're very early in this journey. It's fun, improving on it every season. Of all my projects, this is the most delicious." Oh, oh. Zuckerberg! <laughs> He'll be Zuckerberg, at the Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. <laughs> with a Zuckerberg right there. He'll be at the Comedy Store this weekend working on his new material. I guess uh, it is the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Um, you, you can get food apparently anywhere. Uh, when the when the pandemic hit, you know there was a lot of different places that had to adapt. Uh, in order with DoorDash and delivery. We heard the story about Charles Entertainment Cheese changing his name to some type of like Pacquiao's Pizza or whatever in order to still continue to make money. But I don't know if I ever thought a strip club would have a DoorDash system. Yeah, if you go on DoorDash, even in Springfield, um, you might notice restaurants you've never heard of before. Um, and so basically any place that has a commercial kitchen can have all these multiple brands of, uh, you know, uh, Charlie's Chickens and yeah. Harry's Hamburgers and just so they all you know, suddenly start to say. So this, this guy who writes for The Washingtonian uh, notices um, this place that's selling mozzarella sticks uh, called The Good Guys. And all right. uh, live, it, I'm not I'm not familiar with this joint. Right. Italian, it sounds like. The good guys. Hey, we got yeah. mod sticks. We're the good guys. He says, to investigate, uh, I went to get some food from the good guys, which is inside a discreet brown building. Uh, when, I <laughs> pushed through, <laughs> when I pushed through the door on a Friday night, the first thing I saw was a woman's nude hindquarters shaking atop a bright lit stage. 
Uh, I didn't have time to linger, though. Two managers uh, were expecting me. They took me upstairs to the office. Uh, and uh, that's they apparently have a you know professional kitchen uh, there in the strip club. So you can at any time go, you know, I like the strip club food. But I don't want to go to the strip club. You know how often that happens. Right, Where the right. food is better than the strip club. <laughs> that, that's a lot about the, the strippers you have at your club. I guess. Um, and right now, apparently Uber Eats and DoorDash account for a third of the club's total food sales. Good Lord! Uh, you, can get, you can get grilled salmon, omelets. <laughs> Wait, Belgian wait, waffles. Wait, 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 wait. I don't know if I want any type of fish coming from a strip club. You don't want that, no? A little too, little too on the nose there A little for too you. on the nose, yes. Uh, and the club is open till uh, 2 or 3 in the morning, so you get that, like, midnight hankerings. <laughs> Nobody else is open. Uh, and you go, yeah, bring me some strip club omelets. <laughs> <laughs> but here's my, here's my thing on that, right? You only can order that in certain company. Because you can't you can't order that like with your with your lady friend because then the question comes hey how'd you happen upon the delicious mozzarella sticks here from Good Guys yeah I suppose I mean or or you just kind of say hey I'm hungry let's get some they I, I know this place that has a good steak and eggs uh, boom here comes the steak and eggs and there's no questions asked there but then maybe they slip you a coupon <laughs> but I'm saying maybe no questions asked. But if there is a question, like I said, with your friends, okay to order from. With your lady friend, no, because she's going to ask, she is inevitably going to ask, wow, why, why have you never taken me to this place before? Why do we only get it at DoorDash? He says, I followed the food runner upstairs. So once the food was packaged, I followed the guy upstairs to see this process. Uh, he then sets the food uh, by the front door. He placed it on the DJ booth where there are two ATMs, a cigarette vending machine, uh, women dancing in G-strings in five-inch clear platform uh, heels. Because, <laughs> of course, and, they And uh, they, they set the food atop a red machine that breaks bills into ones. <laughs> and the next stop is your house. <laughs> so en- enjoy maybe a little bit of, I don't know, cocaine residence, uh, residue on your Belgian waffle. But, hey, yeah. it just makes it more, more delicious. Why do these mozzarella sticks have a glitter on them? <laughs> maybe uh, maybe that's just fairy dust, I guess. I, I'm not quite sure. Uh, moving on, the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Uh, we go from strippers to sex workers. There's one in particular in Canada. Let me introduce you to Christina Leah Gilchrist, who is now uh, being targeted by military police who have threatened to charge her because she's been offering discounts to Canadian soldiers. Oh. So huh. here's the thing. The selling of sex in Canada is legal, but the military police allege that she broke the law with the unlawful use of military uniforms in her advertisements for her offering of discounts to the Canadian soldiers. That's the issue? Yes, the issue isn't the fact that she's a sex worker, because that's legal. It's the fact that she's wearing a military uniform in her kind of advertisement for her discounts to military personnel that that they're taking umbrage with. Boy, and I thought this was going to be almost more of a discrimination case of, hey, you can't give a good deal uh, to Private Johnson. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hey-oh! 
and and not give it to just regular you know Peter Johnson. Major Wood gets it, but not uh, <laughs> but not Danny Wood. Um, hey, private parts over here. <laughs> so yeah, so the military police are threatened to charge her um, because uh, and 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 they are senior leaders are then warning troops to stay away from her. Yeah, stolen valor. She's out pretending to be part of the military. Right, but such efforts have backfired. As she tells uh, the local newspaper, she is being inundated with messages messages from military personnel interested in the services she provides. Um, they say that uh, the selling of sex uh, the, uh, the selling of sex in Canada is legal, uh, but she broke the law with the unlo- unlawful use of the military uniforms. Uh, they here's what they said. This is according to police documents. Quote. Upon review of your website, it was noticed that you were not only advertising your services wearing a military uniform, which is a control piece of clothing, but also displaying other parties engaging in sexual acts while also in uniform. Yeah. Uh, she offers. Here, here's your Royal Mounted Police. Hey, uh, She offers discounts to Canadian Forces personnel. She pointed out she has repeatedly stated in her advertising that she is not, nor has she ever been, in the military. And so she's saying, hey, buds. You can't come after me. I'm just using it as a prop, as I would any other type of costume, to promote my wares. And I strictly put in the fine print, I am not also one of the military personnel. I just service the servicemen. (laughs) I mean, it sounds like she's wearing a legitimate uniform, though, not something she got from uh, Spirit Halloween. Correct. That's where they take umbrage of she's actually wearing an official uniform, and that's where they get her on the loophole as they yeah. say, because I actually had someone come up to me as I went to, um, not because I was soliciting that, but going to a military academy for high school, I have actual JORTC rank, and I have an old like army fatigue jacket that I put my rank on, and I did have someone come up to me and say, hey, that's illegal. And I was like, what? You can't be, you can have the jacket, but you can't have rank on it. I had no idea. But you have rank. In the well, in JROTC, I'm not in the actual military, right? So, but what they're saying is, since I had that on the jacket, I am I was portraying that I was a, a sergeant when I in fact am not. Oh, that was you're the, still, so you're not still a sergeant in the JROTC? I don't know. I, I have not looked back at my records. I know that if I ever yeah. would have gone into the military, like if a war happens, I immediately become an officer because of my JROTC background. Okay. I, the only reason I want to know is if you should die. I, I need to find out if I need to get you an honor guard. Uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't. I don't think there's anything honorable about me <laughs> or, or my passing. So I appreciate you asking about okay. that, but I think that is totally unnecessary. Okay, but, that was the only reason I was asking. By the way. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You were you weren't trying to slide into my DMs if I'm offering yeah. services either. Uh, moving on. Here is a scam out of India, where. Uh, this gentleman um, saw an ad on Facebook. was a video that said, here is an ad for All India Pregnant Job Service. So, okay. so Mangesh Kumar uh, decides, okay, why, why not click on this? So um, he goes in and he, he clicks on it. And he said, 10 minutes after I clicked on the video, my phone rang. And the man asked me to pay 799 rupees if I wanted to register for the job. Which, what do you think the job would be if you click on the video for All India Pregnant Job Service? I can't even guess. Uh, It would be to impregnate women. 
across oh. the state, of, across the country of India. Oh, it's right there in the title. Right, exactly. The pregnant job service. Why wouldn't it be? Okay. So, yeah, so he goes, 10 minutes after I clicked on the video, my phone rang, and the man asked me to pay 800 bucks to register for the job. Uh-oh. Uh, the caller, man just uh, calls him Sandeep, sir, told him he would be working for a company in Mumbai, and then once he had signed up, he would be sent details of the woman he would have to impregnate. So for a mere $800, we'll give you the list of ladies that you're going to make pregnant there, man Jess. <laughs> and there's no take-backsies. Right. And by the way, not only do you get to the, the sexin that's involved in that process, but they offered him a million rupees. Almost Man. three years' wages, uh, wages just to have the sex. I don't think they're running out of people in India. That's a pretty. <laughs> that's like a billion people, isn't it? Yes. I don't know why they would need the India Pregnant Job Service. I don't think they do. I don't think they do either. <laughs> I really I'm, don't. I'm suspect about this whole thing. I uh, don't think this is real. Now, the guy, now, Man Jess says, hey, I'm a poor man. I desperately need money. So I believe them. The father of two young boys. Uh, said to the newspaper, you've already fathered two kids. Right. What are you doing going off, running off, and impregnating other ladies? Because there's a million rupees and uh, about 80 women who want to get knocked up, I guess. I guess. He said over the next couple of weeks, he was asked to fork out more than 16,000 rupees, 2,500 to obtain some court documents, 4,500 as a safety deposit. On what? Right. On his deposit? Uh, <laughs> and 7,800 on goods and services tax. He shared all the receipts and the fake court papers uh, with this uh, newspaper official. Uh, they're all official-looking documents, has his name and carries his photograph, along with that of a man in a police uniform. In big capital letters on the top, it says, Baby Birth Agreement. And the, five, <laughs> and the fine print below reads, Pregnancy Verification, verification Form. Although, here's where things go awry. The signature at the end of the document resembles one of those used by U.S. talk show host Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> they think they're going to get away with that? I mean, I know she hasn't been in the limelight for a while. but Right, yeah. So long story short, um, he finds out that he is not the only one. Uh, there has been an innumerable amount of men across India that have fallen for this scam. Um, and the gang that has run it has been active for a year, uh, and they have arrested eight of them sees nine mobile phones and a printer and are still searching for 18 others involved in the scam of the All India Pregnant Job Service. I am not creative enough to be a criminal. I cannot think of enough. I mean, that is a really intricate scam, and I could not possibly come up with that. I couldn't either, but man, is it right on the nose. Uh, it's you, amazing. You just throw up on Facebook of, hey, have us some sex with some ladies. And, yeah. and and guys are dumb enough to click on it and then pay innumerable amount of money in order to have that with the promise of not only sex but more rupees in their future. Go make some go make some sex go go raw dogging it and uh, yeah. there's no obligations afterwards. Yeah, rupees more like herpes with this scam. <laughs> and finally, in the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast, Mayor Pete uh, apparently doesn't like punny road signs in Illinois. Uh, across the country, yeah, and, okay. we, and we've seen these a lot uh, where there's a there's a road sign, an electric road sign that's just saying warning you to put your seatbelt on, and but they jazz time, it up, right? They have yeah, to dude. jazz it. Uh, hello, they have to yeah, jazz it up. 
Yeah, and, and so yeah, as time has gone on, um, you know, we've seen things like uh, here's one that uh, they've got on the highway in Ohio. Uh, what's ho ho holding you back? Buckle up. You know, it's it's, it's always something like that. Right. It's it never anything actually funny. It's just, it, but it does grab your attention for a moment because you're like, they really went with that. The Federal Highway Administration announced new guidance last month on how states should use those electronic uh, signs to convey important information. Uh, It says they should be simple, direct, brief, legible, and clear to drivers. Uh, They should not display with obscure or secondary meanings, such as those with pop culture references or uh, ones that are intended to be humorous. So they just want the just the facts is what they're saying. Don't try like in, to be creative with those signs. Right. Like in New Jersey, there's a sign that says, we'll be blunt, don't drive high. <laughs> or get your head out of your apps. hey You know, hocus pocus, drive with focus. So the, what, so, <laughs> so, there's, so the Mayor Pete's point here is twofold. One is that it may not be clear as to what they're trying to get across. Right. They're trying to shoehorn in a message to try to get their comedy in. But the other thing that's happening is people see these signs, they say, ha, 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 I need to snap this and put it up on Instagram. And so they're getting their phones out to take a picture of the sign telling you not to take your phones out. I didn't even think about that. You're right. You're like, oh, man, does that say what I think I said? I'm going to have to swing back around and drive my phone out. And so it's it's definitely having the uh, reverse intent that they that they thought that appears to be the 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 point that Mayor Pete is making and saying, hey, all right, we all want a good laugh, but these things need to be clear, and they shouldn't encourage you to uh, take a selfie with them. Yes, I would I, I would agree in that regard. And also, you're never as clever as you think you are. By the way, with the no. with, with those signs, it's never as good as in your mind. You think it's going to be that you're going to be uh, become like the Dave Chappelle of street sign of construction signs across the U- the U.S. Yeah, and there, there's some that even like the city of Springfield have put up about you know driving fast or something like that, and you go, oh come on, just just you know just give me the one that says blinking lights and your speed is and slow right. down and the, I don't I don't you don't you don't gotta do it. This, this, this. Yeah, I, I, leave leave the joke into Margaret Cho. Right, exactly. If yeah, you, <laughs> slow your fat pussy down. <laughs> That's right. Slow slow down, fat pee. Get move over for fat cooch. <laughs> <laughs> slow down and pull over to the right when you when you see fat cooch flashing right. on the side of the road. Oh well, Johnny, thank you for joining us from the Hollywood studios uh, for the, for this edition of the Michael Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Godspeed to whatever it is you're doing out there, and uh, hopefully you don't get lost uh, in that. That fat cooch. And she'll like it and too. And she'll like it too. <laughs> <laughs> Delay and uh, yes. Uh, uh, Great minds uh, think alike. <laughs>